Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm Paul White. Thanks for joining me on this 11th day of August. We are in the final chapter in our journey through Paul's letter to Timothy, his second letter to Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 4. And today we turn to verse 3, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers. I want to, first of all, relay what this verse has said to me or meant to me through most of my life and ministry. And of course, I'm I'm 45 years old. I went into ministry when I was 15. So I've spent a majority of my life in ministry. I've been in ministry, around ministry my entire life, being raised in a pastor's home. I heard verses about preaching uh, quoted a lot about the word, about how to study and Timothy was one of those books that you heard those things from, like workmen, um, study to show yourself approved, work needs not be ashamed, 2 Timothy 2, 15. We covered that a couple chapters ago. Uh, Scripture given by inspiration of God and profitable. There was really no book of the New Testament that seemed to have more to say to preachers, to ministers, than 2 Timothy. And one of the warnings that was vocalized frequently was that There's going to be a time when people will not endure sound doctrine, but heap to themselves teachers. And as the old King James says it, they'll heap unto themselves teachers having itching ears. This was presented as something that happens at the end of the world. And that once you saw a proliferation of teachers, it was a sign that you were nearing the end. That's how it was presented to me. And that, This meant that any time someone came along in a style that was more teach than preach, you were to be on guard. They weren't necessarily saying anything wrong, but they automatically fell into the category of the people who are going to appease itching ears. And the fact that then there was television, satellite television, radio where you got to hear and see more teachers and preachers and evangelists and pastors in one spot than ever before, Christian television, Christian radio, then there was this proliferation of, it seemed like an explosion of people who taught versus people who preach. I'm kind of embarrassed to, to even tell you that differentiation we made, but I'm just being honest. We did. We looked for preachers. Preachers were people who were loud and vocal and almost always extemporaneous, who, quote unquote, spoke from the heart and who confronted sin and evil. Teachers were people who usually stood in the plat at the at the lectern. They didn't raise their voice a lot. They might even use PowerPoint or chalkboards or handouts. They didn't confront issues. They just tried to, and this is how I was, how I heard it, how I taught it, how I understood it. They didn't confront sin or issues. They just tried to make people feel better about themselves. This was my working definition for a long time of a teacher, and it they were exemplified by seminary. Because it was well known that if you went off to seminary, you didn't sit under preachers, you sat under teachers. And what's the problem with that? 
Well, time's going to come when they won't endure sound doctrine, but they're heaped to themselves teachers having itching ears. Um, I hope that you've listened to me long enough to know that everything I just described to you is me just simply telling you how I heard it and how I felt about it for a long time, but that none of it is how I see it now. I hope you understand that. And the reason for that is because I don't think, well, first of all, I don't think that the New Testament is parsing the difference between teachers and preachers the way we think it is. I also don't think that there is something inherently better about screaming and yelling and speaking extemporaneously than there is about just communicating truth in your native tongue the best way that you can for the audience at hand. I'm not saying it's worse, but I'm not saying that it's inherently better just because it is what it is. But the other reason why I changed my tune on how this verse is interpreted is because I started to get a real revelation and insight into what Paul was teaching. And Paul was teaching a new covenant grace that was completely independent of the performances of the old covenant and who believed that righteousness was something achieved by faith, not by performance. And Paul would lose his life for preaching this, which tells me that Paul's message of grace and righteousness was the message of the outsider in his day. So when Paul warns Timothy about people having itching ears to hear something, they weren't itching to hear what Paul was preaching. They were itching to hear what Paul refused to preach. And if you study the body of Paul's work, what Paul refused to preach was Moses. His 2 Corinthians 3 chapter probably sums it up better than anything, that Moses ministered the ministry of death and condemnation, and that people were still blinded every time they read Moses, but if they'd come to the Lord, their eyes would be opened, the Spirit of the Lord would give them liberty, and they'd be transformed into the same image from glory to glory by God's grace. Anything opposite of that was not what Paul was preaching. And for Paul to warn Timothy that people were going to heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, my question now is, what do you think people wanted to hear that Paul wasn't preaching? And it's probably a return to some form of external law and performances. And Paul says, our ears itch for that. And here's another reason, my final reason why I've changed my viewpoint. I know because I was raised in it. People's, people in religious settings can grow attuned and accustomed to having quote-unquote itching ears for performance-based preaching and teaching. They want to hear what's wrong with them, what's wrong with the world. They want to hear do's and don'ts. They want it so badly that if they're not around it, they feel like they're missing God. I know I've been there. So when Paul says they'll heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, this has nothing to do with style, volume, or ability. It has to do with the next verse. They'll turn their ears from the truth and be turned aside to fables. The truth is Jesus. And people that want to hear about them and their sin and their country and their leaders and, and music and the movies and what's wrong with people, are they're always going to have itching ears. And they're never going to want to hear just Jesus. But you, 
Be watchful in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. And this is the the final call here of Paul to Timothy, that he's going to have to endure some bad things. He's going to do the work of an evangelist and fulfill his ministry. He's not even an evangelist. He's a pastor, but he's going to do the work of an evangelist because that's the season that he's in. And sometimes we have to do the work of an evangelist even when we're not an evangelist and fulfill his ministry. Paul's valedictory speech begins tomorrow in verse 6. We'll do it with him. See you then. God bless.